Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 17 of the Healing with Excellence podcast with your holistic health expert, Kimberly Miller. I'm here today to chat with you about the dangers of a well-meaning, nice physician and or family member. Some of the most detrimental outcomes I have witnessed have come from either very well-meaning family member trying to help their loved one be well, and or a physician who felt that they had all the answers or maybe no answers to a problem. And that was the um, end to the solution for that patient. So I just want to share a couple of thoughts on why it's important to be a strong advocate for yourself and not to allow anyone, no matter how much they love you or think that they know about medicine, control your outcomes if it does not resonate with your gut. And where I'm going with that is, let's say you have a family member that has chosen to be vegan. And for many people, especially very hardworking men that have a laborious job, many of them cannot sustain homeostasis within their organ systems uh, being primarily plant-based. And for those of you that have listened to other podcasts, uh, many plants have something called anti-nutrients such as oxalates, phytic acid or phytates, goitrogens, that when eaten on a regular basis can cause issues such as leaky gut or anemia or thyroid failure, nerve pain, uh, nerve degeneration, or like demyelination. It's really important that just because it sounds good to do a healthy diet, that healthy diet might not be right for you, or maybe you're not getting enough food from that healthy diet or enough of the right macros and micros. But the person that loves you or loves the philosophy or loves what they've studied nutritionally about it may think that this is how everybody in the family has to eat. Well, that can become extremely deadly or extremely expensive, cumbersome, and cause a lot of lost time or medical bills for someone when it's really just coming from the diet. So I've worked with someone in the past that their wife wanted to be primarily vegan and the person had a very intense job in like in the medical field and they started having burning pain in their hands and fatigue and various other symptoms that I explained to them was related to the diet. Now I only got to meet with this person twice their nice physician just recommended taking a pain for the nerves. Well, in that, or some specific pain medication for the nerve pain, excuse me. And uh, that medication started causing nausea. So then the physician gave them an anti-nausea drug. Well, that person ended up having a stroke at 41 years old in front of his spouse that was a medical professional, and she could not save him. And they found out later that one of the meds that he was given was known to cause like spontaneous heart failure in uh, gentlemen or men in his age group. So the wife had good intentions of trying to get him to eat more plant-based. Then instead of addressing the root cause, the physician just gave a pill to try to cover up the pain that was being caused by the diet, then gave a pill because, and she was being nice to help him out to cover up the nausea from the pain pill. And then that gentleman passed away. 
all of the people involved in that transaction were well-meaning individuals, but they didn't realize that that diet did not match that person. Not addressing the root cause and then just medicating it was not actually being nice and wasn't even really medically sound. Things are just being thrown at the body and chasing symptoms versus really trying to figure out why this gentleman that was moderately fit and overall healthy was starting to have all these pain and problems. This can also um, change somebody's sexual function, their mood, their behavior based on how they eat. So if someone in your family doesn't want you to have specific um, food products, but they are things. So for example, some people believe that red meat is bad. So they're only going to feed their spouse chicken and fish, or they think butter is bad. So they've cut out all fats or things comparable and maybe switched all avocado oil. Well, that is actually toxic for most people. And when you do that for a period of time, it's going to start to create problems with that person's health. Either, again, their libido, maybe headaches, head pressure, uh, thyroid issues, heart problems. And a lot of times because the physician isn't even thinking about food or because the food sounds, sounds healthy, you're not going to McDonald's every day, you're just having chicken and fish they could completely overlook that as being the root cause. And as the root cause continues to be overlooked, then that person will continue to decline. Another issue where um, family could be meaning well, but cause a decline in a person is let's say uh, you're deciding not to take a specific medication because you're noticing that it's toxic for you or that you're getting horrible side effects. But then your family member is pushing you to take the medication because they think that's the only way you can be better. And they really push you doing everything the doctor says, but then you're not even paying attention. Are you getting a result from it? They watch you continually decline, but then give you feedback that you need to stay on that plan. Well, if the plan isn't working, then you might need a different plan. And what happens in my career often, someone will hire me for support because the medical approach was not working. Then they start doing what I'm asking them to do. And then they have to go home and explain everything to their family member. Like the family member will be drilling them if they're eating a potato or if they're eating a piece of meat, but they weren't drilling them about the five pharmaceutical drugs because that was going to save them. And so then the person has to use their energy to defend why they're just eating real food. And then that creates like um, tension. Or let's say the person did stop a medication because it was causing them a problem and they know what they're doing, but then the family member is so scared that they're constantly giving feedback, even though the family member is either not medically trained or has never helped save someone before in their life, but is emphatic about their way being the right way or that they needed to do it their way. That can become extremely dangerous. So I recommend if you're trying to go a different route with how you treat your body, or if a certain diet isn't working for you and your spouse wants to go one way, you might want to get your spouse and go to a health professional together to talk this out. So like if you were hiring a healing with excellence practitioner, or you were hiring me specific, bring your whole family so we can discuss it at one time and that I could address some of the concerns and explain the pros and cons and, and pull in other health and medical professionals if we need to. Or even if you need support communicating with your doctor as to why you want to take a different approach, get a team, get health advocates to support you through this because 
again, well-meaning individuals doesn't mean that it's going to lead to a good outcome for you, especially if some of those individuals don't even understand how the body works or doesn't realize that the body can heal. So if your physician tells you there's nothing that you can do for a diagnosis, but also ridicules you for trying to find other alternative angles, you probably need to fire that doctor. Because if someone on your care team doesn't even believe something could be healed, then why are they on your care team? Are they really an expert? So I've heard again in the past, well, she's just so nice. Well, no, she's really not nice if she's never given you an answer and you're now on five pills and you still have the same symptom. That's not nice. I had one person that was getting um, chronic fatigue after COVID and couldn't focus. So they gave her Adderall to pay attention like at 40 and 50 years of age starting Adderall. Then the person started having heart palpitations from the Adderall. So then they wanted to give a medication for that. And now the person's going to more tests to find out why they're getting these symptoms when it's really just because nobody addressed the root cause of the fatigue post-COVID. That person did not need Adderall in their 40s or 50s when they never utilized it in their entire life. They probably had specific deficiencies after being exhausted through COVID and needed to replenish those deficiencies, such as some specific B vitamins or anemia or needed some support with their thyroid function. They did not need like an amphetamine just to try to get some fake sense of energy. But again, the, the physician was very nice as she was prescribing all these things and had good bedside manner. So it's really important. Um, and again, let me backtrack a little bit. If you're the family member that's well-meaning for your loved one, and you're emphatic about what supplements they should be taking or emphatic about what diet they should be following, but you're seeing your loved one not necessarily get better or maybe having an increase in symptoms, even though your intentions are good, it might not be the right path. And it'd be really good to find an expert that understands what the path may need to be for that person to help reduce a loss of money, loss of time, or really a loss of life. And it's important to leverage other experts that understand so that way you don't lose time, money, or someone that you love. It's a really big deal. So a family member, I had another gentleman that stopped a medication that was for his lungs, and he was doing amazing. And then he got tired of taking specific um, steps for his health and wanted to go back to eating a different way. And then he started declining. Well, then a specific family member wanted him to go back on this, you know, drug that was extremely strong, even though it didn't work for him in the first place. But they felt like since he was backtracking, he needed to go back on the drug versus just promoting going back to the good habits that were keeping him well. So as soon as he went back on that drug over the next few weeks, he actually declined and he did pass away when the gentleman had had a disease process stalled for months and doing amazing, but just got tired of uh, taking time to treat his body like a temple. And I understand that it happens to all of us and we each have free will to choose what we want to do. So you don't want to argue with somebody, but you also don't want to push them to take something that they've already had a negative outcome from in the past, you know? And so it's really important that when someone is choosing a path for themselves to try to live, live their best life, that we don't give our emphatic beliefs if we don't really know much about it. If we've never helped someone heal a major, uh, you know, chronic ailment or disease, then we probably don't know what's best for that person through supplements, food, or through medication. And if a physician is meeting with you 
And the only answer they do have is a pill. That's probably not the right answer, but I know that sometimes people don't know where to look. But if somebody is just, um, you know, shooting the shit with you, for lack of a better term, and just a nice uh, physician, but they can't give you answers as to why things are happening and they just keep piling on the pills, that niceness could be leading you down a very dark path of chronic disease. And so another example would be, let's say a woman is having heavy bleeding, that she's desperate, she wants help. The physician's like, oh yeah, we'll just do a uterine ablation and we'll get rid of that for you, no problem. Well, it seems like, oh, that person just saved my life. They helped me or they gave me birth control to get me to stop bleeding. Well, there's a reason you're having heavy bleeding. And if that root cause gets overlooked, it could lead to something like ovarian cancer later or breast cancer or some other kind of chronic ailment, infertility that you don't want to have. And so it's really important just because you're tired of bleeding and nobody's giving you answers that, that you realize that there are answers and that somebody doesn't just say, hey, we're just going to cut this out, burn it out, whatever. And if you have already went through that, I completely understand why I went through the same type of thing years ago when I didn't know there was other answers. But if somebody did do a uterine ablation or hysterectomy or just give you birth control, but never told you why this was happening and never really corrected the root cause, find someone now, like someone that does what I do to help you. Uh, figure out the root cause so that you can be preventative of what could happen in the future as that underlying stressor is still there. So for example, heavy bleeding is often related to a vitamin K2 deficiency, estrogen dominance, too low of protein intake, sometimes going too long without eating or not enough total food as a whole, um, sometimes eating too many processed carbs or alcohol. So really, if we look at the possible vitamin K2 deficiency, or we look at making sure you're getting enough animal fat and protein, or maybe you learn about natural progesterone to offset estrogen dominance while you're learning your lifestyle changes, that's going to drastically help you. And it would automatically stop the heavy bleeding, but it would also prevent multiple other problems that could happen down the road. So again, I'm very grateful that we have modern medicine and I'm very grateful for like surgeons. Surgeons saved my daughter's life after a recent car accident. So we, we are grateful that we have the ability to take blood work. We're grateful that we have medications when we need them for acute situations or to stabilize, but we really need to know the root cause of things. And it doesn't matter how nice someone is, if they can't answer that for you, or they can't really help give you a true lasting solution on how you can manage this. And the same thing as a loving family member, it's important that we do not harp too much on somebody that is trying to figure out the right path for them. It's important to try to support them through the process without forcing them to do it our way. Unless, and, and even if your way is the right way, if it's causing extra stress, it might still cause a decline for that person. So it's really good to have a third-party advocate that is trained in the bigger picture of conventional and non-conventional medicine to try to help advocate and connect all the pieces together, even maybe help the different specialists communicate effectively with each other that may be handling the situation for your loved one. So just remember, you could have good intentions or the person that loves you could have good intentions, but it might not be the right path for you. And it's important to be a strong advocate for yourself in a loving way if possible. 
and that the physician may also be well-meaning and may be very nice, but might not have the best solution that actually helps prevent chronic disease or some kind of chronic disability going forward. And anytime you need support um, trying to sort through that because everything sounds good, feel free to message me, email me at info at healingwithexcellence.com. If I can help be uh, an advocate, a mediator, just a source of information for you to help make sound decisions, I am more than happy to be there for you and grateful to help prevent some of the various tragedies that I've either personally lived through or have witnessed my other clients live through over the last 20 plus years. I appreciate appreciate each of you joining me and look forward to sharing more information with episode 18. Have a great day.